0: Welcome to the Fresh Start Church Podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. Here you'll find preached messages from our pastors. We pray that the spirit of revival is imparted to you as you listen. To watch live, check us out on YouTube or visit our website at freshstartaz.com. And to stay connected with us, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Ephesians chapter one, verse 19. The apostle says, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Somebody shout faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement for the immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power That was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place highest into a place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm and now he is exalted as first above every ruler authority government and realm of power in existence He's gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised. Not only in this age, but in the age that is coming. Watch this this verse right here. The church needs to get a hold of. And he alone is the leader. And the source of everything needed in the church. If you have Jesus you have everything you need why isn't he enough and god has put everything beneath the authority of jesus christ and has given him the highest rank above all others and now we his church Or his body on the earth and that which fills him who is being filled by it and his fullness chapter 2 verse 1 and his fullness fills you even though you were watch me what some of us need to remember when you were once like a corpse dead in your sin and offenses it wasn't that long ago that you lived in the religion that you lived in the religion customs and values of this world obeying the dark ruler of the earthly realm who fills the atmosphere with his authority and works diligently in the hearts of those who are disobedient to the truth of God the corruption that was in us from birth was expressed through deeds and desires of (sighs) self-life whatever natural cravings and thoughts of minds dictated living as rebellious children subject to God's wrath like everyone else but God, but God, but God still loved us with such great love. He is so rich in his compassion and mercy. Even when we were dead and doomed in many sins, he united us into the very life of Christ and saved us by his wonderful grace. He Raised us up watch me he raised us up with Christ the exalted one and we ascended with him and to the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm for we are now co-seated as one with Christ throughout the coming ages We will be the visible display of the infinite, limitless riches of his grace and kindness which was showered upon us in Jesus Christ. Lord, let your word be enough. Speak profoundly to us today, O God. We thank you for understanding. We thank you for utterance. And we thank you for the unction of the Holy Spirit. Let your word transform us deeply, God. And the church shouted. Yeah. No, no, no. I said, shout it. Yeah. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you so much, musicians. I will not even begin to tap into the depth of the scriptures that I read to you. Paul, the apostle, is releasing revelation to the church of Ephesus. In the text that I have just gone through, he speaks of the heavenly, the earthly, and the power realms. These are not the only supernatural realms there are, but Paul deals with these here. Now, I have to to be transparent with you. I, I am not preaching this and teaching this out of my own experience or encounter. I am preaching and teaching this morning out of a longing in my soul. Out of something deep in my spirit that longs to see the supernatural realms of God manifested in the earth. see, when you talk about something being supernatural, it means it is beyond the reach of science and human understanding. A.W. Tozer, who is always before his time, deals with the fact that we need a greater awareness of the supernatural realm. And I quote, A spiritual kingdom lies all about us, enclosing us, embracing us altogether within reach of our inner selves, waiting for us to recognize it. God himself is waiting our response to his presence. The eternal world will come alive to us. The moment we begin... To reckon upon its reality. When you begin to talk about supernatural realms and the supernatural. We understand then once again a definition for supernatural is something that is above and beyond the natural. Supernatural. For us as believers, as spirit-filled believers, then we understand that the supernatural realm is the place from which God operates. It is the realm where heaven and earth collide. It is the realm where God and man encounter one another. Tolzer said the supernatural is a realm of reality. It is a realm of power. It is a realm of holiness and purity. The supernatural realm is a realm of glory and beauty and majesty. The supernatural realm is where the impossible becomes possible, where destinies are changed forever. It is in the supernatural realm that you possess victories and breakthroughs. Miracles happen in the supernatural realm. I can't get no help up in here and I need some help today. You say, why is this even important to us? It's important to us because there are things that cannot happen until we access the realm of the supernatural. There are things that you have been believing for and asking for and wondering why they have not come to you yet. It's because you're still trying to find them in a natural realm, but they don't live in a natural realm. They are in a supernatural realm, and the only way you're going to find it is get in the supernatural realm. The good news is that God wants his church to live and to function from this realm. Paul in our text and then even along with John the revelator gives us an imitation to join them in the supernatural realm. Revelation chapter 4. Verse 1. John says, suddenly, after I wrote down these messages, I saw a heavenly portal open before me, and the same trumpet voice I heard speaking with me at the beginning broke the silence and said, Ascend into this realm. It's an invitation from heaven to John, ascend into this realm. I want to reveal to you what must happen after this. You see, see, John was taking up into the heavenly realm for more revelation. He was taken up because he said, now look through that door. And when he went through the door, he saw something that he had never seen before. Now, he didn't even know it even existed before. But then when you go on and and you read verse 2, and it said, instantly, I was taken into the spirit realm. And behold, I saw a heavenly throne. Set in place and someone seated upon those I don't have time to deal with the rest of the text but I want you to know what he saw was mind-blowing what he saw was a realm that was so unnatural everything in it was supernatural see here's the deal you say but that's John but I come to tell you that we have a divine invitation through the revelation of Paul to enter into the heavenly realm first Corinthians chapter 2 Paul says this is why the scriptures say things never discovered or heard before things beyond our ability to imagine these are the many things God has in store for all his lovers but now somebody shout now But now, but God now unveils the profound realities to us by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. I have come to declare to you, No matter how much you know, no matter how much you've experienced, no matter how much you have seen, there is more. The Holy Spirit never stops. The Holy Spirit never rests. The Holy Spirit never sleeps. He's always uncovering the mysteries of our God. And Paul says, now, welcome to that realm. Somehow we've got to break out of the limitation of the natural. We're way too limited. So the Holy Spirit reveals to us in the natural realm what God is doing in the supernatural realm Holy Spirit's important and then I'll I'll come back to that in a second think about think about think about the story of Elisha and his servant remember his servant woke up looked outside the window And they were surrounded by an invading army. This exposition explains to us the reality of the supernatural realm. The servant saw an army surrounding the city. And he saw this natural army with horses and chariots. So he went to the man of God and he woke him up and he said, What shall we do? We're surrounded by horses and chariots. A mighty army surrounds us. And Elisha uh, kind of wiped uh, the sleep out of his eyes, and slumbered out of his bed, looked out the window, looked back at his servant, and said, Do not fear. He said, those who are with us are greater than those who are against us. And then he turned to his servant and he said, God, open his eyes and his eyes opened. I said, "His, his spirit eyes opened and he looked and what did he see? He saw a mountain that was covered with fiery horses and chariots of the angel armies and i see i see i see you gotta understand this church no matter what you see in the natural realm god is always greater and god is always for you You better get a hold of this because they're going to bring all kinds of gloom, all kinds of doom, all kinds of disaster and delusion upon you. But if you have eyes to see beyond the natural into the supernatural, you will see greater are those that are for us. If God could roll back this morning The natural realm and let us see. Pastor Kim has been saying all weekend there's more happening up here than you think. Some of us are like, What? Because you're trying to see it with these eyes. But if you could see it with these eyes, see, my spirit man don't look through these eyes, my spirit man doesn't listen with these ears. The spirit man doesn't speak with his mouth. He comes out of here and looks and sees and hears speaks so 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 told you i couldn't get away from that quote he says the supernatural realm is waiting it's not resistant He said, the supernatural realm is just waiting, waiting. And I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I put my word in there on the church. The supernatural realm is waiting on the church. He's waiting for the church to recognize it, respond to it, and begin to reckon upon its reality. That word reckon caught my attention, which it means to believe that something is true impossible. How many people fill churches today that don't even believe there is a supernatural realm? How many preachers are standing behind pulpits that don't believe? Even to the extent that we create systematic theology and doctrines, to explain away a whole nother realm just because we can't access it we don't want anybody else to so obviously to Engage this supernatural realm. We must be born again. And we must be a spirit-filled believer. As in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. With the evidence of speaking in tongues. I told you the Holy Spirit is important. This is not my main point, but I'm, I, 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 I need to deal with this right here. Because you see. We, we need to understand that when we speak in our heavenly language we are speaking into the spirit realm when you pray in your heavenly language you're not just filling this atmosphere it doesn't matter if I hear it with these ears it doesn't matter if you hear it with these ears. What matters is, is God hears it with His ears. God is a spirit. This is important for us to understand this. And when I was meditating upon that that fact, then it dawned on me. No wonder that the devil has created doctrines of demons. To shut down people from praying in the Holy Spirit, no wonder he has worked overtime to shut down the gifts of the Spirit, speaking with other tongues. No, more, no wonder he's, he he has tried to take you out even of the Pentecostal Church. Oh, we still believe in it. We just don't believe it's necessary. But I have come to tell you, it is not optional. It is necessary. I may not. To get to heaven, but I needed to enter into a supernatural realm. And you say, What's the big deal? The big deal is there is a world looking for a church that is supernatural, they only settle for the other because they don't have any other option. Romans 8 26 and in the similar way the Holy Spirit takes hold of us takes hold of us See, we need to move beyond us speaking in tongues until the Holy Ghost is speaking in tongues through us takes hold of us in our human frailty thank God he knows to empower us in our weakness for example the times we don't even know how to pray or know the best thing to ask for, but the Holy Spirit rises up within us to super intercede on our behalf, pleading with God with emotional sighs too deep for words. If you wonder why sometimes you're standing by somebody and all they can do is, oh, oh, cause sometimes in our weakness we don't even know how to formulate a word so all i can get out is oh the good news is my oh leaves the natural realm and moves into a supernatural Mock it if you want. Laugh at it if you want. Say it ain't necessary if you want. But I want to make sure when I hit my point of weakness. Oh. Man, I got this. I got this back thing going on. I said, God, I don't know what else to decree. I don't know what else to declare. I don't know what else to pray. So I just, oh. All right. Ah, So we got that. We understand. Holy Spirit is important to accessing the supernatural. But that's not what I felt I really should deal with. What I felt like I should deal with today is this. Believing is the access point of the supernatural. If nothing else hopefully this will get us ready for what God is going to do in this place tonight so so as I've already mentioned being born again and being filled with the Holy Spirit are the first steps toward the supernatural realm that all starts there remember when Jesus told his disciples he said I need you to go to Jerusalem and I need you to wait there Wait in Jerusalem until you are clothed or mantled with power from on high. Well, what, 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 what was he? He was positioning them for another realm. He said, power coming, but it's coming from another realm. It's coming from on high. It's not coming this way. It's coming this way. Now, earlier, Jesus spoke to his disciples in John 14, 12, and he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me and the works I do, he will do also in greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. You know what, one of the things we miss, I think, in the church today is how big a fan Jesus was of the Holy Spirit. We talk about the fact that the Holy Spirit comes and he reveals Jesus to us and he does. He reveals the Father to us and he does. And the Holy Spirit loves doing that. He does, showing us Jesus and showing us the Father and give us greater revelation of all that and all of the kingdom where the Holy Spirit loves doing that. But you know, when Jesus, he's always talking about the Holy Spirit. He was a Holy Spirit fan. So I don't get it when you you say, oh, we got God the Father and God the Son. We'll just put God the Spirit out. But I tell you what, Jesus would be like, no way, no way, man. He is the best. Matter of fact, when he comes, it will be an advantage to you. He will shift your life. He will elevate your life. He's going to change everything. Because he just won't be with you. He will be in you. The point, the point in John 14, 12 is that Jesus wanted his body on the earth to live and to function in a supernatural realm as a born-again, spirit-filled believer, not a born-again, spirit-filled doubter, not a born-again, spirit-filled skeptic. Not a born-again spirit filled, and well, prove it. I didn't come to prove nothing to you, sir. Nor do I have an inclination to. See, as believers, we have this amazing capacity to live in two realms. The natural realm, obviously, we do pretty good at that. But then there's the supernatural realm. And as a spirit filled, born again spirit filled believer, we have the capacity, whether you realize it or not, you have the capacity to live and to function in both realms. We know this because Jesus did it. He came fully man, fully God, and He lived in both realms. He functioned in both realms he had to eat he had to sleep he had to deal with carnal people he had to deal with religious people he had to deal with some issues in life but we know he he did it all without sin we know that the supernatural through the anointing of the Holy Spirit that was upon him he did deliverances healings miracles signs and preached and declared the kingdom of power and clarity so much that people would come from miles to be with him you see what what i want to, to to get us to understand this morning is the church the ecclesia We have this capacity to be a bridge that carries the supernatural into the natural because we live in both realms. And a big part of this is... Believing what God has said is true. Again, the disciples went to Jesus in John 6:28 and 29, and they said, What should we do if we want to do God's work? And Jesus answered, The work you can do for God. Watch this starts with. Believing it starts with believing. First our church, do we believe? Do we believe in the one he has sent? Do we believe today? This this you can say, oh well, whatever. No, 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 no. We we better we better get in the depth of this because the church is going to be hard pressed if the church does not be know how to align itself and how to pull out of the supernatural realm into the natural realm because it can all be there but if i can't get it it won't do me any good now There are some things that are for the good, sweet by and by, but there are some things that are for now, and I don't want to miss them. I want them now. And so God help us to get this revelation and understand how to move into the supernatural realm. okay they're asking how, how do we do the works of God how do we do the works of God how, 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 how do we do this and Jesus already said you're going to do greater works Jesus already said what you need is you need a greater works mentality what, what you need you need you need this mentality you see see he's he, look look remember this remember a while I go when I was talking about this the supernatural realm and I said it, the, the, it is the place it is the place of God's operation it is the place of God's operation you see we are working with God and God God is working with us and God works in the realm of the spirit and in the supernatural realm. So we're going to work with God and God's going to work with us. Somehow we've got to move into the supernatural realm. It's where he operates and in this supernatural realm, we should expect signs, wonders and miracles. Oh, and you're hearing me. That should be the life that we live, that we expect. We expect. We don't expect it when the evangelist comes. We don't expect it when this person comes. We expect it every day. We hop out of our bed. And this is a supernatural day. Our Bible says, with God, nothing is impossible. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. With God, all things are possible. With God, with God, with God. You can't have supernatural without God. All these things are possible to him that believes. Do you believe? Don't patronize me with just a little religious. Oh, yeah, we believe. Do we really believe? The supernatural, where God operates. Jesus said it starts, it starts with believing. Till we believe, we can't, we can't access nothing. We got to believe. You know, everything in the kingdom is activated by faith. Everything. You're born again because you believed. You stay born again because you keep believing. You receive the Holy Spirit because you believe. You believe he's real. You believe it's, your, you, 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 it's a part of the blessing. Let me, let, me, let me talk about supernatural signs for a minute. Our Bible says in Mark 16, 17, 18, Jesus said, and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons and they will speak with tongues, new tongues, and they will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You see what the supernatural realm looks like? That's the supernatural realm right there. That's just, uh, that's just a small piece of it, but that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. It looks like deliverance. It's that they will. They will. Who? The believers. Not every Christian, but the believing Christian. That word, the, 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 see, see it, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean everyone who is saved, but these signs will follow them. The better translation would be the, 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 these signs will follow those who are constantly believing. You can't believe on Monday and not believe on Friday. You can't believe on Sunday and not believe on Thursday. You gotta get up every day believing, 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 believing. You can't just believe today and tonight. We gotta believe constantly. Because when you believe, he said, you will experience deliverance. When you believe, you will have spiritual encounters. They will speak with new tongues. These signs will follow them. Spiritual warfare is like, I don't know if I want that one following me. By the way, they're not going after these. These are coming after them. These signs shall follow those that believe. Did you get that? Did you get that? See, this is a whole nother step where, where we're not trying to do something, but God is doing something through us. It's not me going after it. It's, it's catching up with me. It's catching up with me. My faith has allowed it to catch up with me. Spiritual warfare. Protection. They can drink anything and it won't hurt them. Protection. They will lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. In the supernatural realm, there's deliverance, spiritual warfare, spiritual encounter, protection, and the healing of sickness. But we must constantly believe. Because these things will follow them. That, that phrase, follow them, means it will follow faithfully. Okay, so see, here's the deal. Why do we push? Why why, why do we push? Because complacency doesn't have the capacity to produce the supernatural. When the saints are slumbering, supernatural just left the room. Those who are believing, who are believing for miracles, they are the ones that open the door to the supernatural. This morning, if I accomplish anything, I want to shift this house. To the place of expectation. Yes, yes. 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 The place of expectation. For miracles, signs, and wonders. To happen. We must constantly believe our expectation activates the supernatural doubt is where the works of God die Jesus said i do these works but I'm going and you shall do greater works but where there is doubt the works die. Stop trying to put it all on God. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to move us into something today. You see, I, I, I have this, I have this deep, deep conviction that we, the church, is getting ready to see an unprecedented signs, wonders, and miracle movement. You must understand that the magnitude of God's power is released usually in proportion to the significance of purpose. In other words, God does not lose power just to lose power. It is not random, it does not move toward a random mark. When God releases power, it already has a mark. It already has a target. God said, I'm about ready to hit this thing with my power. You see, God's purpose of visible outpouring is to increase signs, wonders, is to awaken the church to a passion, a passionate Christianity. That wants to bring in a harvest to the house of God. In other words, the works of God aren't aren't just God doing things to be doing them. He's doing them. He reveals himself for the sake of uh, bringing revelation to his church and to bring revelation to the harvest. Some people may say, why do you need that? Why do you need that? Your, your faith is weak. No, sir. My, it is a much easier not to believe than to believe. It's easier to have a theology that throws away the impossible and throws away a God that's still active in the earth. It's much easier to, to just go ahead and let it be as it is and say, if it's God's will, it will happen. If it's not God's will, it will happen. And you better change your theology because I understand where we're headed, and where we're headed. A, a, a complacent, a sleeping church is going to have death all over it. <sighs> you see, the end time—the end time revival which I believe in, which I believe we're in just the edges of it. The end time revival is the restoration of the Acts church and more. I used to want to stop at Acts church, but God's given me a revelation. There's more. There's an Acts three or Acts three, two or Acts two that has not happened yet. Now watch. Watch. Mark 16, 20. And they went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the company of signs. Acts two twenty two, Good verse for next year. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man, attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst, as you yourself also know. Acts 2, 4, 3. Fear came upon ever so, and many, many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Acts five twelve, And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all in one accord in Solomon's porch. Acts 6, 8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Acts 8, 6. And the multitude with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing Miracles, which he did. The reason I read all of those scriptures is to simply establish the truth that the Acts church was a believing church. And they were saturated with the supernatural by the demonstration of signs, wonders, and miracles. I just wanted to give you a biblical base for what I'm talking about this morning. Nonetheless, the same Holy Spirit that inspired the scriptures that support for us supernatural interaction in the ex-believer also says that signs and wonders and miracles would be signs of deception in the last days. I'm going somewhere. Matthew 24, 24, for, for False Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, even if possible, even the elect. They didn't say they would deceive them, but if it were possible, they would be deceived. As Second Thessalonians two nine, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. See, see, see. Here's the deal. So, so, on, on, so on one side of the coin. We have the signs, wonders, miracle movement following believers who are demonstrating the power of God uh, through love and mercy. So so, so, what I'm showing you now is I'm showing you an end time picture. I'm showing you what the church is going to look like as we move closer to the end of time, that we're going to be a church. God's will is his church be full of signs, wonders, and miracles, signs, wonders, and demonstrating the power of God. But on the other side of the coin, we have false prophets using signs, wonders, and miracles to decide and to drain away the faith of the believer these are going to be going on at the same time so what's the point pastor the point is that only God is a creator and only God is an originator of all things Satan is not so if Satan is doing signs wonders miracles. He's doing them because he's counterfeiting what God is doing in his church. I'm a simple man, but that's pretty simple. So what is that telling us as believers that we must learn to discern the authentic from the fake? they still do this but I understand they used to when they would when they would hire uh, bank tellers stuff like that so that they would know what a counterfeit bill looked like they wouldn't give them like a bunch of counterfeit bills and say look at these they would they would sit for hours and look at an authentic bill and they would look at it and look at it and look at it and over and over and over again they would look at the authentic because it helped them when they looked at the counterfeit they knew something "Hey, hey this don't look right this don't smell right. This don't taste right. This don't sound right. Why? Because they spent time looking at the real thing. Right now is the time to look at the real thing. Because there is a fake that is coming. And if you don't know the authentic, you will fall for the fake. Nonetheless, God is about to pour out his spirit. At best, Satan is a duplicator, a replicator, and an imitator. You can't counterfeit anything that is not original with God. So don't tell me God's done. Don't tell me he's done with signs, wonders, and miracles. Oh, tell me he, when he got through with the axe church he was done he just he just he just used that to get the church started and now he's not gonna do it anymore because the church has reached this place where we don't need it I told you I'm a simple man that doesn't equate when I look at the church today I don't look at the church and say you know what we don't need supernatural anymore I don't look at the church and say we don't need signs and wonders and it gets in our way, it's holding us. No, 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 no. When I look at it, I say we don't need less, we need more. We need more. We need more. We need more. We need. More. I never, I never, I never bought into it one time that we we should believe for less. I say believe for more. <sighs> Almost done. You see, we stand on the verge. Can I say this for the depth of my soul today. Not flippantly, but deep conviction. We stand on the verge of an unprecedented soul wonder miracle movement. Because God is restoring the fullness of the supernatural back to his church. It is an end time strategy. And just as God has energized the church to move in the supernatural, Satan will be empowered, empowering the figures of darkness to produce something that is compelling, deceptive, signs and lying wonders. I close with a question. When Jesus returns... For well, the church is rapture. Who will own the supernatural realm? You know what, recent surveys show us that three-quarters of Americans believe in the paranormal. That, that simply means that it cannot be explained scientifically. Therefore, it's supernatural, paranormal. What, 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 what do you say? Three out of four Americans believe there's a supernatural realm. I wonder if we have that bigger percentage in here today. One, two, three, four. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, one, two, three, four. He don't see me. Yeah. I, I don't. I. I. I can't figure it out. As 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 we move toward the end of the ages. The church must, not optional, must access and take ownership of the supernatural realm. It has been hijacked. It's been hijacked. How many people got up and went to church today thinking we're getting ready to experience the supernatural realm? It's been hijacked. You see, when the church walked away from it, the new agers walked into it. When the church walked away from it, witches and warlocks walked into it. When the church walked away from it, occultism and Satanism begin to take root in our nation. When the church walked away, devils and demons and disciples of darkness begin to occupy our inheritance. They're living in a place that belongs to us. It's ours. It's ours. The supernatural is our inheritance. Stand up all over this building. Is it not true that when we read the gospel, it gives us a clear picture that Jesus' ministry was supernatural. You see, after he was water baptized, he was spirit baptized. And when he was spirit baptized, he received power. And when he received that power, he began to bring heaven into earth. A place around him that was so supernatural that when the sick came, sickness had to leave. When the possessed came, demons had to leave. He was so full of power that when the sinner came, forgiveness was released. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm talking about. He brought heaven to earth, and everything around him became supernatural. Miracles were everywhere. Everywhere he went, he preached and demonstrated the supernatural. But here we are today in 2021. And I'm afraid we have lost territory over the years. Oh, I've strayed down through the historic church. We have given up what belonged to us. And we have abandoned it. And the enemy has got occupation. So I have come to simply say, it is time for battle. I have come to simply say, it's time for us to put our feet back on our inheritance. Joshua, take a generation in. Take them in to the supernatural. Joshua, if you'll put your foot on it, you can have it. You can have it. Matter of fact, it's already yours. I already got it for you, Joshua. Step on it. Step on it. Step on it. Generation faltered in their faith, and they wandered 40 years in doubt and unbelief, but they died there. But oh, Joshua, if you can get the faith, if you can believe, if you can believe, what if Joshua would not? Oh, he did believe, and he did put his feet on it, and they did go in, and they did rout the enemy, and they lived in a supernatural wrath. Yeah. Hey. 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 hey! 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 Look at me. The enemy doesn't have the authority to take anything from us. Everything that he has of ours is because we surrendered it to him. gave it to him I put it in a place called neutral and the enemy came and took it isn't it something how we have to fight for the supernatural when we have to endure scorn ridicule mockery because we choose to believe it's time not to take back what he has stolen to take back what we have given him it's out. They say that Smith Wigglesworth, his favorite saying was, just believe. Just believe. All I ask you to do today is just believe. Thank you for listening in to the Fresh Start Church podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. You can order Pastor Kim's book, Doorkeepers of Revival, at doorkeepersofrevival.com. And you can listen to Fresh Start Revival Worship on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you stream your music. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.